Hey guys, welcome to the Big Money Podcast. My name is TJ. I'm here with Dan and Colin, um, hanging out, having a good time. Here we are in the offseason. Super Bowl is behind us. We're hitting free agency. Things are feeling good. Hey guys, trivia question. What's John Wayne's real name? Oh, it's like Stacy or something. No. no. Marlon Marlon Morrison. Marlon. No, Marion Morrison. Excuse me, Marion. I saw you, Colin, and, and the viewers might not know this. I should say listeners, because uh, we get a lot more listens than YouTube views at this point. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I should say that Marlon was a nickname of yours in college. So as soon as I saw your face, I just immediately was like, Marlon. Where did it even come hmm. from anyway? Um, I can tell you exactly where it came from. Uh, it was, oh, man. What was the name of the center for the Browns that everyone used in Madden? And it, oh. not, it's not Marlon Humphrey. No, he was. No, no, it wasn't even Marlon. It, it, there's like a there's levels to how it. it oh, goes. okay, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll never. Is it not Jeff Fain? Is it? No, it's LeCharles. It's LeCharles. Oh, Bentley. LeCharles Bentley. That, of course, that's exactly who it was. And then you started calling me Charles, and then it like it changed Just some into Marls. Weird marijuana infused. Uh... Bull session of some kind, something like that. And I think session. I think Nick I started started calling me Marls, and then it just kind of. And here we are today, not yeah. calling you that on this podcast. As usual, guys, please follow Big Blue United <laughs> on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow us BBU Podboys with a Z on Twitter. If you want to uh, argue on Marjorie Green Taylor's Twitter account posts with me, I'm there. Come <laughs> find me. <laughs> I'm living there right now. I'm I've been there all waiting for the next tweet to come out. It's President's Day. I've been there all day, guys. Just hang out with me. Doing um, my duty. Yeah. Um, don't forget to download the DraftKings app. Use promo code TPPN when you sign up. And uh, our sponsor today is Hey Dude, which is a footwear company. Colin, I believe. Can you tell us a little bit about Hey Dude? Yes. Um, so I. Uh... I, I got th- this lovely, lovely shoe. Uh, it's Love like a, a, a wallaby slash sneaker kind of bottom chill wear. You got the you got the hey dude there. You can't really see it very well because of the lighting in here, but it is a very comfortable, very light. I think it's going to be a, a a wonderful spring and summer shoe. And I feel like I like sneakers. I like shoes, but I wanted to get a little weird with it, and I got got a nice little. Uh, you know the pattern's different. I'm, I'm I'm reaching back into my 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 hippie soul somehow. Uh, no pun intended or pun intended. Full well, that too. Yeah. That helps. She actually was. I picked these, and she was just like, "Yeah, you got those, huh?" And I'm like, "Yes, I wanted you got to go." What it takes. Well, I, I you know sometimes you gotta you gotta be brave, and mm. uh, if you you need to be brave to have style and. Mm. I mean, you know this, and I'm pumped on them because they're. You slip them on, you know. I, I can run to get, you know, some milk or get some gas or whatever. Slip them on, come back real quick, easy. And it's called, hey, dude. I mean, what's there not to like? All right, yeah. I mean, those shoes are awesome. I'm definitely into it. I checked the website; they got a lot of cool stuff on there, not just yeah. you know that uh, crazy pattern. There are more tame items you could purchase as well and, and For- like sneakers they have like uh somewhat more formal wear ish kind of uh looking there's there's stuff all across the uh the board you can get but i, I wanted to go a little uh you know a little fun i like that and you can Fun's check good. them out at heydude.com not to be confused with the uh nickelodeon show of the same name 
Thank you for bringing that up. Dude.com. And just because Colin said this, I think we're going to say you need to be brave to have style. Hey, dude.com. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's get into it. I think we have to start. You know, I think we've we've taken a few weeks off from Daniel Jones. So might as well do it. Daniel Jones has switched agents. So clearly this is something that needs to be talked about. Um, from what I was gathering and reading, I know we all shared a couple articles with each other today. It could be one of two things. One being that he's willing to accept a deal for less than his old agent CAA was willing to accept. And two, he wants more money than CAA was willing to get. So there's one thing I want to note about um, his new agents, Athletes First. They've negotiated the largest deal in NFL history at the time on five occasions. And with quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan. So I want to know, guys, what what do you think is, you know, the reason for this? If, if you had to speculate. Um, I feel like I mean, it was very hard for me to, to, to think either way. I mean, that the the positive spin would be that uh, someone said that, like, oh, maybe his last agents were were driving too hard of a bargain with the team and he wanted to go with more of a a team friendly situation because he's only lived his entire professional life as a a do not rock the boat kind of character um that's an insane read i think well that's that was what someone said and as soon as i read it i I was just like you are entirely too positive about that what that what this means frankly in my opinion is is he's just trying to get as much money as possible and he knew that he would need the highest, uh, most powerful firepower to do so. And, um, you know, like I was lamenting to you guys earlier today, this is a a win-win situation for us because, honestly, he's going to ask for too much. Shane knows better. uh, And I don't think at this point he'd even bother using the tag of 32 because that would kill our cap going into next year. So I think at this point it's a work with us or walk. Yeah, I'm just before you go, Dan, let me just uh, say the franchise tag is $32 million this year. If Daniel Jones is franchised, that a number immediately comes out of the $47 million in cap space. So basically just kills your cap space, as Colin said before, but just to have the numbers out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> agree with what Colin said. It's, you know, no no hard feelings or, or this is exactly what Daniel Jones should be doing. This is his time to get as much money as he possibly can. Um I don't think I would want to pay him some of these numbers that we're seeing flying around, you know, let a, 45 million, let alone 40 million, let alone even, you know, to be honest with you, I wouldn't go above 35 million. Agreed. And, you know, that would have to be a, a certain structure to it as well with guaranteed money and a, a, an ability to get out after two years without having, you know, too much punitive dead cat. Um, I think, I think we have to like, put things in perspective. I think it's interesting to have the franchise tag because it's, it's our leverage and to have that ability is going to help us negotiate. You know, I, I get, I know it'll take away a huge portion of the cap, but you can tag him and see if he gets a, a better offer on the, on the open market and take that chance, having him on that contract for one more year to really prove if he's actually, able to be better than he was this year. Cause if you're paying him that much money, he has to be better than he was this year. You know, no bones about it. Like obviously we had a, a good season. He did some good things, but you know, what was he averaging 170 yards passing and you know, the rushing yards, 
it's not elite, elite quarterback production. Um, so I, I think uh, it's interesting. I can't wait to see how this unfolds. I feel like anything is possible right now, which, you know, I think at the end of the season, everyone's like, oh, they're good. They're going to button up. They're going to get something, something done fairly easily, f- fairly amicably. I think this is going to be like a, a popcorn situation where, you know, everyone's sort of preconceived no- notions of Daniel Jones might get flipped upside down as him being this sort of a, uh, pacifistic uh, uh like go with the flow kind of guy he might put up a real stink you know sometimes southern boys can be pretty uh spoiled by their mommies um <laughs> <laughs> it's true yeah. no their uh, poopoo don't stink down there uh-huh. um but in any case i mean you guys know where i stand on Dylan jones anything that makes it less likely he'll be on the team for a long time is good in my book. I don't think he is going to be someone that's going to put us in a Super Bowl contention for a long period of time. I think he's a quarterback that could get us to a Super Bowl if everything else falls perfectly. He's not going to lead us to a Super Bowl. And I want a quarterback that's going to make us a, a, a threat to the Super Bowl yeah, every yeah. year he's on, on, on the team. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's funny, Dan, you made a good point just being like, you know, I, I didn't really expect to be in the situation where Daniel Jones might walk. You know, you kind of just figured he would resign and you, you kind of figured maybe even we could get a deal done where it would be, as you described, maybe like a three or four year deal with some outs for the giants team friendly outs at the end of that. And now here we are in a position where potentially, you know, this guy wants $45 million a year is going to walk. And, you know, I think someone will pay him. I really do. And, and I, and I hope it's not the giants and I don't think it will be the giants yeah. because the front office is too savvy for something like that. Could I see the Raiders signing him for that yeah. amount of money? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Could I see the commanders signing him for that amount of money? Absolutely. Among other, you know, of the more poorly run franchises in the NFL who are quarterback needy. I think that a lot of teams are quarterback needy, which definitely drives the price up there. Um, It's just an interesting thing to me because if he's going to be, you know, commanding that amount of money, you know, how much is Lamar Jackson going to be getting on the open market? And if you're going to pay Daniel Jones $45 million, could you pay Lamar Jackson $50 million and be in a vastly better position than you were with Daniel Jones? So, I mean, as much as, you know, I think the Giants could go, several ways here if jones walks you have guys like jacoby Brissett who could come in and be your bridge i mean we have tyrod taylor already on mm-hmm. the roster um or you know you make that big splash maybe you don't look to the draft next year to get somebody i don't know how this is going to play out but it's definitely interesting and i definitely err on the side with both of you guys that jones wants to get paid because why yeah. wouldn't he and you know what the unfortunate thing about it is is the the market is so predicated on uh you know I don't know what do you, what's the word it's set by the position more yeah. so by the skill of the player so it's infuriating that someone like him who is a talented guy but who doesn't seemingly have all of it to put it together consistently he'll garner that money anyway and it's it's a bummer that that has to be the case like why couldn't he be paid what in our opinions, what he actually is worth. And that is a somewhat inconsistent, maybe on the rise, but we don't know for sure, younger quarterback who has the physical tools, but maybe not the complete know-how to put it all together in the long run. Yeah. I think this is a, a unique, uniquely fascinating position. It's, it's something different than like Jimmy Garoppolo or something like that. I think there are things about him that are, are intriguing to, to general managers and the fact that he can run a bit, but I think, if, if you were to listen to a podcast last week before these like 40 plus figures have been flying around, 
you know, draft experts and, and, and salary cap experts and, you know, writers and stuff We're we're talking about how like 30 is too rich for their blood. And, you know, now the, the, the conversation simply by saying that he wants that much money is shifted to be like, all right, well, 40 at a certain amount of years. Like, I, I think, I think there's a big discrepancy between where like public knowledge is and where, you know, inside coaching now, like thoughts are on him. Um, there's a huge divide between, you know, what NFL ownership and NFL coaches look for in quarterbacks versus like leadership versus actual skill. I mean, I think it's just going to highlight a lot of things and, and crystallize a lot of things about the league that, uh, we sort of wonder about or assume, um, it's just, I don't know. I, I, uh, I hope we just don't get pay a ton of money for what is in all likelihood going to be a middle of the road quarterback. And what's the, isn't there some interesting timeline too? Like it's pushed out a little bit further um, because we uh, went through to a certain period of time. And then it, I don't, I forget what it was. It's uh, I don't like, know. Uh, so they have until March 7th to that's it. put the franchise tag on him. And then they would have until June 15th to potentially sign him to a long-term deal. After that, he'd have to play on the franchise tag. The only caveat with the long-term deal is that he would need to be paid at least what the franchise tag was this year. So in this year, he would have to get paid $32 million. However, you can prorate yeah. that over the years to save your cap space. Mm-hmm. That being said, on June by June 15th, you know, who's left on the market? I mean, you have some guys that, you know, are going to come in after some injuries happen in training camp, but obviously the people who are, you know, cream of the crop are, yeah. you know, long gone by then. So Giants have a very interesting situation. I think another thing that adds to that situation is you have Saquon Barkley as well that needs to be re-signed or not, um, you know, and then, you know, we were floating the franchise tag around for him a lot because, you know, at $10 million a year, that's not that bad of, of, of a place to be. I'm hearing more, you know, $14 million is the place where it's going to be. I already know what the answer is going to be to this question, guys, but what happens if the franchise tag is used on Daniel Jones? Is there any possibility the Giants re-sign Saquon Barkley? No, not even, not even remotely. Yeah, yeah, I hope not unless he wants to re-sign for less than $7 million. Five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, if you were to re-sign Jones, or if you were to franchise Jones, that would leave you with $15 million in cap space, so... That yeah. just goes to show you. I mean, it, not if, if you're paying Saquon $14 million a year, it doesn't necessarily mean his cap hit has to be $14 million a year, but it still puts you in a place where, you know, linebacker, offensive line, wide receiver, cornerback, whatever number other of positions on this team are just going to be exactly what they were last year. Yeah. You're feeling the same roster, essentially. I, I want to know if you guys – have you guys noticed this thing? Like, like there, there are definitely two kinds of Gi- Giants fans out there that we sort of don't get along with generally speaking it's like the daniel jones truthers and the saquon's truthers that both think are are like absolutely critical to the success of the team and now i'm seeing like tweets which to me are hilarious they're like daniel jones wants 40 million how can you even think about that when we got to sign saquon and it's like like, no that's not it man like there's a lot of arguments there and that is the worst one first we got to get saquon and then we got to get daniel but like let's let's first make sure saquon squared away it's just it's just backwards and and I don't know, man. Like, and, like why waste a franchise head on a, on a, on on running back in principle? Well, you know, that's you gotta get whole... cost controlled 
on other positions. These are the kind of people that that still don't understand that this is the modern NFL and it's not 1995 anymore with the Edmund Smiths and, you know, those type of characters running around. By the way, Colin, I saw a picture of Mike Allstott with his shirt off on on Twitter. Guys, shredded ripped. You'd be be happy. Right now? Oh, he looks like he could run through a wall. Yeah. Jesus. I would have figured he would have gotten kind of like beer. He actually looks like a a wall. He looks like a brick wall. It's insane. is he in, in the public eye? Is he doing anything? What is, what's his deal? I mean, I don't know. He, he was taking a picture with like Burt Kreischer and uh, someone else. I forgot who it was. Huh. Shirtless. I'm probably probably leaping fullback sneaks on the goal line yeah. is what yeah. he's doing. Yep. Right now. Man, what a fun player that guy was. <laughs> yeah. You knew fun. they were running that play every single time every and time. it worked every single time. I mean, like he looked like he was going backwards when he ran and he was still faster than some of the people out there and then ran everybody over. Oh, it was so lovely. It was a, like that's, that. that's the old school football right there. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a kind of player that, you know, maybe you're a tight end in the league now if you're lucky. Oh, he's like a Jim Kleinsasser through and through. Jim that, Kleinsasser, famed Viking, of course. Feed the hot hand. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Opt in and place a same-game parlay in any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. Download the app now and sign up with code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 in the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Vote in Ohio. See show notes for details. Hasn't Ohio been through enough recently? Oh my God. So, um, free agency, guys. Um, maybe we do a couple position groups, talk about a few guys that you might like. Um, where do you guys want to start? I, what's what's back. the most glaring need? <laughs> running back. All right, start oh. running back. Okay, all right. I was We're not actually... gonna. We probably won't hit every position of need today, but let's let's well, start running back. Caveat: that running back's not the most position of need, but it's um, not. But since yeah. we're on topic, let's do it. Well, okay. I say I'll say a, a high, 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 uh, high, high money choice and a lower money choice. Okay, sure. so mm-hmm. people are are freaking out because they want Saquon and they want like a brand name. I say. Forget Saquon, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, he's twenty-seven. Saquon's twenty-six. Kareem Hunt's played half the amount of snaps as Saquon, mm-hmm. even with Saquon barely playing years because he's splitting carries with Nick Chubb. Saquon's projected, you know, uh, market value is is twelve million plus. Um, Kareem's is is seven million. So if you want to spend a bunch of money on a running back, which I don't, and I don't advocate for, I'd say let's go Kareem Hunt. There's, you know, I guess he loses something. And integrity and integrity for sure. Um, but you know, he's, I think he's, he's one of the better running backs in the NFL. Um, go cheap. Uh, Donta Foreman from Carolina. Sure. 26, uh, fast did really well in, uh, Christian McCaffrey's absence for them on a team that had sort of no offense. Uh, you probably get him for, two to $3 million a year mm. running you know backs who, don't matter. You know who I think the, the giants really needs to go for is the Ernest Johnson. Mm. I like him too. I like him too. running back on the Browns 
26 years old. Yeah. He started, I think, one or two games and just exploded every time when he was given the opportunity. <laughs> every time, yeah. Market uh, value two point five million dollars. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm sure someone's going to pay him double that, but you maybe. know, could be worth it. But maybe, maybe, maybe not because they're running backs. That's right. Yeah. Um. So I, I just I want to I just want to nip it in the bud already and uh, come on board, Boston Scott. Let's let's bring him on. Let's, <laughs> let's just uh, enough enough closer. Already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. He, he'd cost cost nothing. Um, he'll probably only score touchdowns against us while playing for us somehow. Um, <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, you just you sign him and just keep him on the bench so he doesn't have to play against you. Yeah, <laughs> I think that that's the whole point there. But like, honestly, I, I'm looking at this list and it's like, I mean, I sort of wish Mark Ingram was younger because that would be fun because his dad was a giant. Like, that would be just a fun story. But that's not happening. He's on his way no. out. Um, I mean, who else is on here who's kind of interesting? There's really, I, I, I mean, I, Jamal Williams is cool, but he's yeah. going to take too much money because he he had so many touchdowns, and I don't think he is, you know, in every down back. Oh, or... here's a good one. Here's a good one. Miles Sanders. Wow. He's gonna he's gonna be too much money, but I think yeah. it would be fun to sign Miles Mar- Sanders guy, and Boston Seven Scott. million dollars. I don't think the Eagles are gonna pay him a ton of money because they Probably know the value of a running back. Sign them both. Sign the whole Eagles backfield except <laughs> for Gainwell. Yeah, I mean that's still less money than Saquon. Yeah, all, uh, if you sign all of them, all three of them. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, not not <laughs> Gainwell is not a free agent, but uh, Sanders yeah. and Scott are free agents. I, I I look at this list and I'm just like, is as long as it's anyone but who's at the top of the free agency list who's going to get you know garner the most amount of money. I, I honestly like just or draft somebody and then keep the guys draft. we already have. Yeah, I think the draft have is where used- you're going to get a running back draft picks in the sixth and seventh round to get a running back and we'll be in the same position or later. Well, sixth and seventh rounder. It's pretty, well, I mean, pretty late. Se- se- how many sevenths do we have? Is what <laughs> just I mean. Accumulate like seven, seven round picks yeah. and just get oh, every running yeah. back left. <laughs> I, I, yeah. We have to, uh, we have to do a correction from last episode because oh. Darius Tony was traded for a third and a sixth, not a third and a fifth, we oh. said a fifth round. So we do have two sixth round picks. So I think that's a prime spot to pick uh Saquon's replacement. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, before we went to running back, I, I actually, I wanted to go for one that, that was just, you know, a continuation if it leads to it. What if we, you know, let's talk quarterback here. Who would we get if we got a, a free agent, you know, if Tyrod, you know, rides in the sunset or does whatever he does, who would be interesting? Lamar. No. <laughs> Why not? I mean, yeah, imagine I mean, he yes. gets paid less than whatever Daniel Jones ends up getting. I'm just saying, I, I said it before, and I, and I think the contracts are going to be very similar. Mm. Which um, is, you know, that and and you know, I, we we touched on it. It all depends on where you want to go. Do you want to get younger? Do you want to go free agent? Because I think if you're going to bridge to next year, Tyrod Taylor is a fine bridge quarterback to next year. Sure, but well, let, let, let's let's set the situation like Tyrod's gone for whatever reason. He just goes. Huh. So we have to get someone who would kind of replace him as his uh, either elder statesman who can start and will start games in this scenario. Brissett uh, or Heineke would be my picks. Yeah, I was going to say Heineke. I mean, I what if we what if we brought Gino home? No, too I think expensive. that he's gonna he's gonna be franchise tagged on that yeah. team. You think so? Guess. Yeah, or yeah. signed to a deal. Yeah. Okay. The Seahawks mm. are gonna bring him back. 
Um, Not, no, but, but think about how ridiculous that would be to have yeah. had him on your team. He started a game and played terribly Yeah, to bring him back for like four times the amount of money he was getting paid. So I imagine I mean, like a million dollars. I don't, we could, I we mean, could do Gardner Minshew. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there and I, I knew it. <laughs> yes. I would love that more than anything, even if he sucks. Yeah. I would, yeah. A Minshew Tyrod Taylor training camp battle. Oh, it's sick. just so much ammunition for this podcast. Yeah. Sick. Oh, do you think Tyrod will grow a mustache too? Just, just cause. <laughs> I bet you he already has one. I think he has no, one. I mean, no, he? Like, yeah. a, like a, like a bushier one, like one, you know, like 70 style. I think they'd be like best a, friends, man. Yeah. I hope so. That'd be my dream. I love both the, those guys. <laughs> the only other person out there, I think, is maybe Teddy Bridgewater. That, yeah, I, that saw I liked. It. Yeah, I know. What do you think about? Bring up oh, these are restricted G, favorite. Nah. No, Tyler Tyler Huntley funny. would be interesting. Mm. He was. Yep. Um, He's restricted, was he? but was he, he replaced Lamar? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl, or Tyler Huntley? Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that, doesn't, like, no, that doesn't help us though he'd yeah. want a, a, a bigger contract just because of that yeah, tempted to say like some of those dudes that backups in in san francisco but then mm. you never know because it's san francisco and yeah. they just make every quarterback good yeah. um it's not a great it's not a great you know free agent class no it's not um it's Tom right. brady well, um, I'd rather, you know what I'd rather, you know, what I'd rather. I'm not even involved. He is thankfully gone for good. You would imagine. <sighs> yeah. But guess what guys, you're going to see him every Sunday on no, some pregame show for a decade. He's going to take he a gap year. the biggest deal. Nope. It's a gap year. He's not doing it this season. It's not happening. Thank God. Um, and also gr- apparently Greg Olson's ready to, to fight him. If, uh, if, if uh, it comes to it, that's what it seems like. He's, he'd be very. Did you see how that would work out? He's the number one Fox analyst, and if the moment Tom comes on, he gets dropped from the number one spot, which is ten million a year, to three million a year, and just for the fact that the guy shows up, and it's just like that really blows for Greg Olson. But I mean, what are you gonna do? It's not Tom Brady. Yeah, uh, he did a good job in the Super Bowl. Not for nothing. I was shocked fine. that they gave it. They gave him the Super Bowl. To be honest with you, but uh, I, Kevin Burkhardt is a is a vet, so yeah, it's not he's that he, he's very uh, milk toast, but like it's fine. He won't mess up. That'll be what you True. look for him. Um, why don't we talk wide receivers next? Yeah, I think we should to get to that as well. Um, Dan is gone, I guess, uh, or is he just very happy? I don't know. He's like, just he's just been sitting on his little square on the YouTube channel, smiling for a while, <laughs> and he's gone. All right. Um. Anyway, he'll be back. He, he'll be back. Let's let's get into wide receiver. And um, I'm I was gonna ask before we got into free agents, like you know, obviously Odell Beckham is a free agent as well. But I want to ask you guys, what what kind of contract would it would you sign him to if it or would you not sign him? Because I think oh. everybody wants him back. Um, it, super incentive laden. Um, mm. it has to be, I mean, he's gonna, he's gonna get a lot anyway. I don't know. I mean, that, that sounds, it screams to me like a two year deal. Cause you want to give him more than the one to make him feel better about it because he's going to want, he feels like he's deserving of, uh, of a, a larger deal, but his injury history, uh, Dan, if, uh, you don't know, we're talking Odell and a possibility of what kind of a contract he would be um deserving of and what would make sense for us and i'm just basically saying that 
a two-year deal is decent because you don't know about his injury, you know, coming up. Um, but a one-year would probably just scare him off. Uh, how much money? I'm not sure, but incentive-laden all the way. Mm-hmm. He's got to um, he's got to show that he can run on it and run on it consistently. I mean, I, everyone would love it. I don't care. I mean, even even the old boomers that are are, are going to be pissed off, and maybe that that's the final straw. I'm not watching another game if they haven't done that already. Who cares? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that would be very interesting. You've not really heard anything in a while about that. Everything else has started to to kind of overshadow that, uh, which is kind of good because he's not in the news. He's not, you know, Mr. Popular right now. He might have to work for a contract uh, a bit. And I, it's not going to happen until the quarterback situation gets figured out. So yeah. I don't know. TJ, what do you think? What kind of contract would he would be what kind of contract do you think he would want and what he would actually get? I think what's obvious to me is that he thinks he's going to go to a team and be like the highest paid ride receiver on a long-term deal immediately. And I don't think that that makes any sense whatsoever. I think there will be a reality check for him once free agency starts about really what he's going to get paid. Um, More so what I'm thinking now is, you know, if Saquon doesn't come back, then I don't think Odell has as much incentive to come back to the Giants mm. because he did, you know, say that he wanted to play with him again. That being said, I think it depends a lot also what the Giants are doing with quarterback. When you get to the end of your career like Odell is, you know, I know he did win a ring, but, you know, you're chasing championships too. So I think that, I don't know, maybe maybe he's the kind of guy who's chasing money now. I, I'm not sure, but he's chasing something, and I'm not sure if the Giants are the team that's going to be able to offer it to him. Uh, maybe he's chasing um... – boxes of pizza on a hotel room bed i don't know <laughs> oh was that the one where that girl was like uh yeah it looked like, like she was doing pixie sticks yeah, in the back yeah. Of the bust? <laughs> who the hell knows i mean i don't yeah, even care don't about know. that kind of stuff i mean he it's been quiet on his front um i don't know it, that's it's an interesting oh, really i one. saw him in uh, i saw him with drake in a club and the guy was letting them out the back door and then drake just and his crew just beat the living crap out of this poor kid for wow. no reason, it would appear. Yeah, I don't know why that wasn't in the news, but uh, Odell was there. Oh, but he that's, wasn't, that's not He great. was like in the back, you know, hollering, but not like throwing any blows or anything oh, like that. But, you know, yeah. he's uh, he's still out there being a being a bozo occasionally, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't have a lot to say about Odell. Obviously, I've been pretty vocal about how I think it'd be awesome for him to be back on the team, but I don't think there's any way his expectations – are going to be met by any team. And I especially don't think the giants are going to pay him what, what he's going to want um, though. He should, might be realistic and do a, a one year, you know, very cheap deal. Like you're saying incentive laden, yep. which could be interesting. Um, I don't necessarily know, think, know that that's the best thing for this giants team where they are currently and uh, yeah, building. <clears throat> building. And especially if they're going to devote a ton of cap to Daniel Jones. Uh, did you guys talk about other wide receivers you liked yet? No, that's it. No, we just uh, just started. I, that was the first thing I wanted to ask because oh, okay. I, I didn't really want like Odell to cloud the conversation. Come up later, mm-hmm. yeah. just get that out of the way. Okay, since we've been talking about it for a while. Yeah, but not much to tell say. Tell me, guys. I mean, who who out there on the free agency wide receiver market are you looking for? And and I I mean I I would consider you know if we're gonna think about drafting someone in the first round, where that person might sit on the depth chart and to what the Giants might want to pay for a guy to come in. There aren't a lot of huge names out there, but I think there are quite a few people that could come in and really contribute. So I'm just curious, like who your top choices would be guys. Dan, you can go first. Yeah. I think there's, there's some interesting uh, players in here. Some, some very highly drafted 
wide receivers and with a lot of sort of raw talent that I think is potentially been untapped to like the, the farthest extent and also wide receivers that, that seem to be the kind that, uh, that, uh, that Joe Shane and, and Dable want. Um, the two I'm most interested in are Nicole Hardman and Paris Campbell, mm. uh, Nicole Hardman on KC and Paris Campbell from Indiana. Hardman, obviously, I think they're physically similar wide receivers, very, very fast, um, very dynamic when the ball's in their hand. Hardman's got a, an interesting edge because he comes from KC, and that's where Kafka's from. So there should be familiarity with the system and program, but I do think he'll demand more salary cap. Paris Campbell's from Indiana, um, Indianapolis, and um, has was super high drafted somewhere, I think, in the middle first round pick, or maybe it was a second round pick. Um, but out of Ohio State, uh, again, just someone that you want to get the ball in his hands in space. I think his salary cap will be much lower than Hardman. So it could be a really good value. Both guys are, are young. Campbell's 25 Hardman's 24. Um, that's the kind of signing I think would be really, really great to make. Um, and I'd be stoked if we got either one of them or, or, or both. I think both is, I guess both is not going to happen, but no. um, either one of them would be, uh, would be an awesome sort of add to whoever we pick up in the draft. Um, I'd feel pretty excited having one of those guys, uh, uh, Robinson, Hodgins, you know, maybe a nice tight end we get in the draft to pair with Bellinger, and then then we're off to the races. Yeah, I I, I, can I just interject before you go, Colin? I think that's that's funny when you said you know those two guys because two of them are are two of the fastest guys in the NFL. So I think a lot of maybe the plan that they had with Wandell and Tony at the beginning of the year can sort of be brought yeah. over to next season yeah. with one of those guys in the place of sure. Tony and presumably with a healthy Wandale Robinson. I really like Paris Campbell. I, I, I do hope he's a giant and I, I think his cap number is going to be, you know, easy for them to absorb. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. And I think uh, it, it plays right into what I was going to say is like, this is not, this is not going to be one of those, you know, it's, it's the off season uh, free agency period and we need to go and overspend on someone dopey like, Kenny Galladay. It's not going to be like that. I think this no. is going to kind of be a, um, a, I mean, for lack of better words, a committee situation where you're adding some talent. You're, it may not be uh, the, the highest contract that a free agent is going to get this season, but I don't think that's what we need either. We need a bunch of pieces that can be interchangeable can have uh, wear a, a bunch of different hats in terms of like, you know, seeing what Wandell was doing early on with, with taking some um, handoffs out of the backfield and, and just be all over the place in terms of the options of the offense. So, yeah, I, I agree with those two guys. I, I mean, I'm looking at the list right now, and it's like besides them, I mean, DJ Chark is 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 cool. I, I, that's just going to be one of those higher uh, contracts, I feel like, that I, I don't know. He'll probably demand more, yeah. That yeah, we don't, we don't need that. I mean, Alan Lazard, that could be. I think I feel like that could be a possibility. Um, he's fast. He's he's bigger. Uh, I think that's that. his his size is really what is attractive for the Giants because they really were lacking a big bodied guy. I mean, what six five two twenty seven twenty seven oh. years old mm-hmm. coming off sixty grabs eight hundred yards and six touchdowns. The numbers aren't fantastic, but it's good. I do think that. You know, I, I don't necessarily think that any of these guys are going to really like, you know, reset the wide receiver market. And no. I realize that none of them are good enough to do that, but I don't even think they're really going to be approaching some of those higher numbers. 
I, I like Lazard. The other guy I really like is Jacoby Myers too you from do? New England. I do you, like him. Undrafted, huh. 6'2", 200 pounds, another big guy. Um, I had him on my fantasy team the last two years. That's the only reason why I've really been following him. Um, what he lacks kind of in his end zone production, he he is a good deep threat and, and a good possession guy. So I think he's the only person really free agent wise that kind of slots into that number one ride receiver role. I think everybody else is a good number two. I don't think Lazard's number one. I don't think DJ Shark is the number one. Um, but, but I like, like I I like said, Shark though. He got he got hurt. I think he's going to yeah. command less money than the other two guys. Uh, just because of the injury history. But that's I, another I thing, too. You don't want to be signing no. a lot of guys' injury histories. Paris Campbell, too. Huge injury yeah. history you got to consider. You know, someone I wanted to raise before I forget, uh, I have two points. This this individual, uh, because I think he could be Wandell Robinson Insurance, which is your boy Greg Dortch from Arizona. Dorch. Another super tiny, super fast, just scat back almost you know, wide receiver that could, in my mind, do a lot of things Wandell um is trying to do um and the other thing to note is like so we're talking about guys like Michael Hardman and, and Paris Campbell who I think you know we, we'd be un- unanimously like pretty pumped on grabbing at a reasonable contract I think those are also the kind of players that would want to come to the Giants now where in years past they wouldn't because they know they're going to have ample opportunity because there's no competition and they know they're going to be put in great place to succeed because of the coaching so I think we are becoming a, a place where we might get favorable deals more than having to pay through the nose for players that aren't even that great. And what plays into that too, is that number one wide receiver thing. Like I was saying before, I don't know if we're going to have one. I think it's going to be a, yeah, you might have a bigger guy playing the X, but that doesn't mean he's the number one guy. Um, no, we're not going to have I, one unless we get it in the draft. Well, yes, that's exactly it. And frankly, I mean, let's be real. I, I think it's, whether we like it or not, it's probably not far out of the conversation for low-level signings, uh, and in this case, re-signings. Your boy Richie James is probably going to come back at some cheap deal, too. I mean, that's... Uh, there's no market for him, that's for sure. Well, that, I need someone I'm, to return kicks. So, well, I mean. that, and like he knows the offense, and frankly, I saw something silly. Like He was in the top seven in the league in separation this season, which is kind of bizarre. Um he was the Giants' leading receiver through many weeks this and year. And you know what? He he elevated himself. It was great. I mean, I don't know if that was him doing it himself or if it was, uh, you know, the offense around him or whatever. But, I mean, he, he played. He wasn't a, very good. He wasn't very good. I mean. It's just comparatively to what <laughs> comparatively, was on the comparatively team. Comparatively nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, but yes, I, Dan, I'm not if he saying was on... he's a great player. He's a guy who, who knows the no, system. I know. And I And I feel like coaches love him. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's back at a low-level deal. Yeah, well, very low-level deal, yeah. We'll see. I mean, yeah, I he mean, wasn't getting know, paid much anyway. No. I don't think he, you know, projects to make any more money than he was making last year, so. No, probably not. Even though it probably was his best season statistically, just by the nature of, you know, who was catching passes for the Giants all year. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. Um, Should we wrap up the offense and save yes. defense for next week? I think that makes sense. So, yes. um I, I'm assuming interior offensive line is the last place we need to go on offense. Sure. Um, yeah. We look at offensive line. We have two bookends, um, you know, Andrew Thomas, uh, presumably best left tackle in football next year. Uh, Evan Neal, who had a rough rookie season, will hopefully be better. And then Glowinski is under contract again for a year, who was uh, one of the only free agents Shane signed to a multiple year deal last year. So two, two years, two years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're looking at, you know, uh, a guard in a center. Um, Nick Gates 
could potentially be re-signed, um, could potentially come back as a starter, but who's out there for you guys? And I just want to say one first because mm-hmm. I'm re- all ready for the Justin Pugh reunion tour. Bring right Team now. Rex Arms home, baby. Bring him Bring home. home. I see $5.5 million a year projected. That's easy in the salary cap. He had a good year last year, 61 ranked overall, in P- or not overall, 61 PFF rating. I'm all about it. Let's go. Once and- a giant, always a giant. <laughs> When if if you um, then I'll just steal from what you said earlier today. You, you got to get your boy, Mr. Mullet himself, Dan Feeney from the Jets. He doesn't have to move very far to bring him on board. <laughs> you know, he's looking hard as hell with that mustache mullet combo. Um, I have no, I, I have no stash. idea. I have no idea if he was good last year. Not a clue. I don't care. Uh, I he was OK. He was he was good. He was about Feliciano good last year. They're they're comparative uh, compared to each other. But I don't think Feliciano has the mullet. The it's strength close. in mullet, it's close, or the strength in in uh, in porn stash. Per, I, I think Dan Feeney <laughs> is much higher ranked than that. Well, I, Feliciano, I think. I mean, if I remember correctly, his hair was likened to Sylvester Stallone in that picture that we uh, related to our old gym teacher from high school. Oh, like uh, like like curly haired Stallone. Yeah, like a, a little bit of a um, a perm situation. Yeah, which is perm a, it's Stallone. A it's a good. It's good for a band. Perm Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at this list here. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, it's hard to know a lot of. Uh, oh, Will Hernandez. Uh, he couldn't get any further from this team. Uh, <laughs> oh, Bobby Hart too. My cousin. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see you ever again. No. You know who I who I love. I like the most is a guy Ethan Pochick from the Browns. Um, he had a fantastic season last year. He's 27 years old. Solid in every facet of the game. Looks to only be commanding about seven point two million dollars a year. That's the guy you want, and you you might splurge a little extra cash on to sign to a long term deal, hold down your line. The other person I really like is Garrett Bradbury from the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Um, he might command expensive. a little bit more money yeah. though. So I think you know you you have a similar player in Ethan Pochick who will be cheaper. I think that's probably my number one. But did if he, you have to spend a little more, I think you need to do it. Did, I think you did need he to do it play online. with uh, Glowinski in in Cleveland? Um, I don't know, but considering his age, I would imagine that he has was drafted by the team. Mm. So I mean, I can look it up. Well, I mean, not that it matters too much, but it's always good when there's familiarity on the line, one way or the other. True. Yeah, I don't have a, a ton of interior uh, free agents that I, I really love uh, in this in this this year. Um, you have any tackles? Because I can say one thing. What if, uh, just speculate for a second. What if we kick Evan Neal inside, make him a guard, and then we're looking for a right tackle? Yeah, I'm not against it. I don't think they'll do that. I think they uh, have way too much invested in him to to sure. do that. Um, and any tackle we're going to get is going to demand, like we want to get, is going to de- demand a huge amount of salary cap, which mm-hmm. we won't be able to give true. if we're trying to sign Daniel Jones. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I, I, might, I might say... You know, no free agent right now is is worth talking about. I definitely don't know that. But I would want to highlight the fact that I think this draft has a lot of good depth in the interior offensive line. So I would very much not be opposed to drafting two or three guards slash centers (laughs) in this year's draft. Um, You have the picks. I think this is where you spend the money in free agency. This is where the Giants need the most help. You know, look at all these guys that are that are that are the best interior offensive linemen. They're all taking like the fifth and sixth rounds. Take a couple shots at that. Get yeah. them cost controlled for a number of years. Get them come up together. 
you know, uh, I mean, that's where my head's at, but, uh, I'm not against I that just, either. I just, I think spending a little bit of money on one guy would, would, yeah, really one be guy, but like, them. not too much, like, like Isaac Semelu from, uh, the Eagles, the he's Eagles? Gonna be like, yeah. yeah, he's going to be like $12 million. Like, yeah, that's too much. Um, I'm thinking, you know, between, between seven, seven and a half is not bad. It's a little much for interior line, but if it's going to be, do you know, you have really... like a, like a all-star level. Uh, I mean, you know, just I was reading 80, 80 PFF grade last year. I mean, he, he did, he wasn't the yeah. Seahawks. I just looked it up, um, signed a one year, I guess, prove it deal with Cleveland proved it to me or proved mm-hmm. it to somebody out there uh, just from the research I've done today. But um, I don't know, you know, yeah. I'm not saying, you know, throw, throw the money at, at someone if you don't like him. Um, it just would seem to me from the evaluations that I've read compared to the cap number that he's commanding, that it would be probably a good investment for the Giants. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to much to... more on the line oh. either. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dan. No. Um, I, I wanted to do a side tangent because we brought up Will Hernandez. And did any of you guys see the video of, of Gannon going to, Arizona and saying hi to like all the players and stuff in the locker room. No, no. Oh my God. Do yourself a favor. There's a clip of him like introducing all himself, like dapping up all the guys in the locker room. He says hi to Will Hernandez. He's like, Oh, Will Hernandez. I know you, uh, big, big guy. And he's like talking right to him. He's like, obviously he's a big guy. Uh, but the most like, just like creep out of your skin, like, like cringe, cringe worthy thing I've ever seen was him, uh, talk to, um what's his name uh the the smaller wide receiver on, on the cardinals uh that's got the same last name as all those other dudes like the um he's like the slot the slot wide receiver uh there's a guy in the jets that has the same last name as him oh yeah uh, no oh my I god well, i just had in my head for a sec oh cow this is awful podcasting oh um, my marquise brown no robbie anderson Nope. No. Rondell Moore? Yes. Rondell yeah. Moore. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Um, anyway, he just like he does, he like he's like he's like, yo, man. And he like gives him slaps him five. And then he like so this grin on his face and he like looks him up and down and then he just goes bzz. And like Rondell Moore's just staring at him. He's like taking shots. Shots. You're fast. We're throwing the ball. And it was just the creepiest, the cadence of the way he said everything. It's like, I I know instantly this is going to be a massive disaster. This team is going to be horrendous. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. just from that interaction? He he just, he's like, yo. And then he like looks up his body and then he just goes out of nowhere. And it's just the strangest, most inhuman thing i've ever seen who, wait wait who the hell are we talking about again right who who's saying the eagles this? defensive coordinator that's the oh. new head coach of the cardinals and he's a big weirdo huh i mean from that clip i don't care what you say about him he's he's a big weirdo all right well I, you know what it's funny there's Rondale this whole Moore, like I can't can remember that there's this like area of coaching and coaches that are starting to break into the head go- coaching ranks that you know when you look at them and you're like I feel like uh, I feel like Dr. Sullivan. I want to poke him in the chest and say, "You're not gonna, you're not gonna graduate. You're, yeah. you're not gonna be successful. You yeah. look like you are going to fail, and you're already, it's already out there. You're already." Oh, can we just uh, for the listeners out there who don't know, Dr. Sullivan was the lead guidance counselor in our high school they went to, and he poked Colin in the chest and told him he wasn't going to college. Yep. 
Colin, did you go to college? I went to college. I graduated too, you scumbag. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was there. I saw it with my you own were, eyes, Dr. Were. Sullivan. Yeah. Where are you at now, Dr. Sullivan? What are you doing? You're a guidance counselor. He probably, what kind of job is that? He's he's retired. And uh, did I tell you the random? I told you the random story where I met his daughters. Yeah, on the yeah, train. yeah. You told it on this podcast, I, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was it, it was like very, two years ago now? It was riveting, uh, riveting uh, radio for everybody out there. Well, I, sure. I bet it was. Um, anyway, he's a jerk again. I'll say it forever. Uh, any any opportunity I get to to make that guy, you oh, know. I loved it. I, I thought it was funny. I still do to this day. Um, anything else tonight, guys? Uh, I was gonna bring up tight ends, but I'm looking at the list and I don't care. Let's do tight end next week. We've we've kind of gone over if we need to yeah. do, if we need to do yeah. like a little offensive wrap up after we do defense sure. next week. Let's do that. Yeah. But um, thank you guys for listening. Follow Big Blue United Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, BBU Pod Boys with the Z on Twitter. Download that DraftKings app. Use promo code TPPN. And don't forget to check out HeyDude.com for all your footwear needs. It's HeyDude.com. Be brave. Be brave to have style. Be brave. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Goodbye.